Hi everybody, this is Wintry. This is the Fantasy Wrestling Talk Podcast. It's the only Fantasy Wrestling Talk Podcast anywhere on the internet. If you guys have never listened to this podcast before, uh, basically what happens is I compare WB Wrestling to Fantasy Football. Um, I tell you who to start, who to sit, who had a good week, and who had a bad week in terms of fantasy points. Um, for those who have listened before, I continue to listen and continue to help me move in the right direction for getting more and more listeners and make improvements every week. Um, thank you for uh, your input. Um, so let's get going real quick. Uh, in case of you guys have never listened to my podcast real quick, what happens is I go through three things, broad things that we happened during this week. Um, fantasy implications, they may not be a match, but there's something down the line or some big broad idea. They'll have some kind of fantasy impact uh, leader in the year or short term. Then I go through my top three fantasy studs. I go through my top three fantasy duds. Um, I tell you how my results were for last week of who to start and who to sit. I tell you who I pick for this week's start and sit. And then I tell you my fantasy wrestling stat of the week. It's pretty fast. Um... So I go through it. I try to keep it under 15 minutes because I know you guys have a lot to do and there's a lot of wrestling you got to watch during the week and everything. But we're going to go through this really quick. Uh, the top three things we learned this week, um, fantasy-wise, number three, uh, Cesaro got released. Um, Cesaro really didn't have much of a storyline-wise. He hasn't really been on that long of that TV. Um, for his current storyline, um, he had a rivalry going against Sheamus. And Ridge Holland, but he was no, he had no direction for title wise. Um, he had no path where he would have got anywhere more than mid level talent points or structure or anything for that anytime in the foreseeable future. It would have been way past WrestleMania for him to kind of have any kind of fantasy value. So, um, I mean, it's not a big loss. I mean, it's big loss for the character and everything for Zaro, but fantasy-wise, it really didn't have that much of an impact over the long term. Uh, number two, Sami Zayn, um, it opened an open invitation for his newly crowned title, his uh, IC title that he just won, and um, he already has a challenge in Ricochet. I'm going to get to that later on, but if Sami Zayn is going to have open challenges, he has to be careful who he calls out every week. And the number one thing we learned, uh, fantasy-wise, is Brock versus Roman Reigns is now going to be title versus title. There was going to be a stipulation where Brock had to win a match uh, against Bobby Lashley at Madison Square Garden on a house show. They scrapped that because Lashley can't fight. So it's full steam ahead versus title versus title. Um, I can't really see either one wrestling at all between now and WrestleMania, but they're going to have to have a match for at least one time for at least Roman, uh, probably at least one time for Brock, probably. But it's title versus title, champion versus champion. That's the big thing we learned this week uh, for fantasy-wise. Okay, uh, my top three fantasy studs of the week. Um, number three is Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens. They beat RK Bro the second week in a row. Now they have a title match um, against Alpha Academy. I don't know exactly. No one. I think this is going to happen next week. 
week after this podcast gets announced. So it's a it's a two week thing. Um, this is either going to show they're going to have the titles going into WrestleMania, or they're going to find a way where they fight and bicker like they always do, and they're going to separate between WrestleMania. Um, so fantasy wise, they go from not neither one of these two Owens and Rollins to not having a match or any kind of storyline going into WrestleMania to hey they can have the title. So it's good for them for fantasy wise. Uh, the number two fantasy stud we have is a makeshift team of Naomi and Sasha Banks, who somehow, I don't even know how this makes any sense, are going to get a title shot against Carmella and Selena Vega um, for the women's tag titles. It's just a makeshift team they just announced. But, you know, whatever, you can do whatever. It, it, this stuff happens all the time for WrestleMania. There's always a makeshift match of tag teams. Last year, the New Day had a title, and AJ says, hey, I'm going to have my partner, him and Omis, uh, fight them at WrestleMania. So this happens all the time for tag titles that don't really have any direction, that makeshift teams just fight them just because. They wanted to get some people out there that are main eventers. Uh, and the number one fantasy stud this week is Dana Brooke. She won a 24-7 title. Um, hopefully this thing's over with her and Reggie. I don't know how long this is going to continue. I don't really care. But she won a title. She got it back. Whatever. We're just going to keep moving on. I'm not a fan of the 24-7 title anyways. Okay, now is your top three fantasy duds of the week. Uh, these are wrestlers that didn't have to actually lose, but there's some kind of negative impact for fantasy-wise for them for during the week. Okay. <coughs> um, number three, Nikki Ash. A-S-H. Um, she lost against Rhea Ripley again. Um, she... Real Ripley says she's moving on. Nikki A.S.H. Now has no character development. No, has no storylines. Don't expect her in any title match anytime soon. She's maxed out for potential or for fantasy-wise. She's done. Um, number two is Carrillo and Angel Garza. Uh, lost Los Therios. They lost their um, short-term rivalry against the New Day. The New Day have moved on. Los Therios is now stuck in that, hey, we're a tag team, but we're not going to get title badges anymore. Um, they had a little run, but I can't see them going any more than just kind of filler for storylines story or cards or one-time matches from now on. You could have had them go over for the New Day, and it would have been good for them in the long term. But New Day won like they always do. So, Lost Etherios, you're moving back down the pecking order for tag team title shots. Number one fantasy dud of the week is Madcap Moss. He fell in for Baron Corbin. Sorry, Happy Corbin. Um, against Drew McIntyre. It looks like Matt, it looks like they're going to try to stretch out the Drew McIntyre, Baron Corbin, sorry, Happy Corbin match a little longer. So as long as this keeps happening, except Madcap Moss that rack up more losses. It's not good for him. They just got to get this mid-level storyline over for both Drew and Corbin. And Moss is just in the middle of this. And he's just keep racking. He's going to get at least more losses in between now and whenever they eventually have this Corbin versus McIntyre match. So because he's stuck in this match, it's never going to happen. He's the middle guy. He's going to keep racking up the losses. And he's my number one fantasy dud of the week. 
Okay, so let's go into my picks from last week and this week for fantasy. I said to start Rhea Ripley. Um, I actually said I thought she was going to end the rivalry with ASH. I thought she was going to move on to somebody else. No, she had another match with, Nick, with um, Nikki ASH, and she won this match. So I was correct on Rhea Ripley starting. I said to start Drew McIntyre. <clears throat> he won this week against Moss. Um, I just talked about that a couple minutes ago. So I was right on that pick. I said to sit Bobby Lashley. He's out indefinitely. They still gonna they might try to rush him back by WrestleMania. I don't think so. Obviously, he didn't have a match, so that was a good pick for the sit. And I also said to sit Sami Zayn. I said he's not gonna lose the title on his first week having a title. Instead, he did a promo. I was correct on that. So I was right on that. So all four right picks, uh starting Ripley, starting Drew, sitting Lashley, sitting Sami Zayn, were all correct for this week for fantasy. Okay, now let's go with this week's start and sit. Okay, this week I am starting Finn Balor. Um, Damian Priest wants a new challenger. Um, and then Finn Balor came out and he said he's going to fight him for the title. To have this match get some credibility, you have to have Finn Balor be on TV more con- uh, consecutively or consistently. To make sure he's a credible opponent for Damian Priest. Even though he's more incredible an opponent. But I think Finn Balor is going to fight somebody this week. I don't know who it's going to be. But he should be whoever it is. Relatively he's Just kind of refresh people's mind on how good Finn Balor can be. I'm also going to start just a little out of the box. I'm going to start Vega. Uh, the reason why I'm starting her is I think her and Carmella are going to fight this week. Just because um, if Naomi and Sasha Banks are challenging them for the title, people forgot that Carmella and Vega are a tag team champion because they never defend the titles. And out of the two, I think Vega is more likely to win a match during the week. So I'm gonna start I'm gonna start Vega as my other start for the week. Okay. My sit is Ricochet. <clears throat> uh, Sami Zayn, Zayn had an open invitation, like I said. Ricochet says, um, you know, I'll accept that challenge. Zayn says, okay, we'll fight next week, whatever. I can't see Sami Zayn losing his first title defense against Ricochet. I love Ricochet, but I don't think they're going to have Sami Zayn lose in his first match, title match. Um, also, I'm going to sit Edge. Uh, last week he did a promo. He basically says he'll fight anybody. He names some subtle hints of who he'd like to fight. Um, but I don't see him fighting this week. He's probably going to come out and do another promo. Or somebody else is going to be in the ring and Edge will fight. Or Edge will accept it. Whatever. I can't see Edge fighting this week. So Edge will be my set. So I'm going to start Finn Balor. I'm going to start Vega. I'm going to sit Ricochet. And I'm going to sit Edge. Okay. <clears throat> Man, I got the cost today. Okay. So now it's your favorite part of the, the podcast. It's the uh, Fantasy Wrestling Stat of the Week. And the Fantasy Wrestling Stat of the Week is Dewdrop is now 3-10 and 10 in her last 13 matches. Um, all three of those wins do involve Liv Morgan some way or another. The last time she won a match that did not involve Liv Morgan at all 
because Liv Morgan is, I don't know, say this where I'm not a considerate, um, she's the bottom rung of the wrestling for the females. I've said this numerous times. I hate Liv Morgan. I think she's has no potential. She can't do anything for fantasy-wise. But anyways, I digress. The last time Dewdrop won a match that didn't involve Liv Morgan was all the way back in October when she beat Shayna, Shayna Blazer. This is almost four months ago. I understand that Dewdrop does not have a title match or will be in the title picture at all for WrestleMania. I understand this. And she's fought... Uh, Bianca Belair uh, pretty often. You have to give Dewdrop some kind of rivalry. I don't care what it is where she can kind of build some momentum. You have to have her get more consecutive wins and build her as a credible opponent for, um, you know, Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, um, the other females on the roster that are uh, faces. She has to beat somebody. She has to beat. She has to win somebody over the long term and build her credible. All her credibility she had um, when she initially turned face, uh, when she got past Eva Marie, which we don't want to talk about. That's all gone. She's starting to lose all her momentum. She she has to beat somebody pretty soon. So that's what it, she has to win somebody to make her back to a credible wrestler. Okay, that's it for this week's podcast. Uh, thank you for listening. Remember, if you want to ask me any questions involving fantasy, um, my uh, Twitter account is uh, Mike at Real Wintry. And um, thank you for listening to my podcast. And just remember, you can't spell Wintry without W-Y-N. Thank you for listening, and uh, enjoy the rest of your week. Thank you.